Stay with us, Lord. Yesterday I practiced the long-lost art of stopping by. I was in Saranac Lake for a conference. Thank you, Steve Tartaglia. Uh, And my aunt and uncle live just down the street from St. Bernard's there in Saranac Lake. They're not cell phone people. So I did what I almost never do and just stopped by, rang the doorbell. They're not even doorbell people. The doorbell didn't work. (laughs) So I literally opened the door, stuck my head in and said, hello, Aunt Eenie, Uncle Joe. Is that, is that who I think it is? Called the boys from inside. It wasn't a long visit, probably 20 minutes or so. Just sharing stories, catching up, seeing how the family was, but laced at the departure with so many thank yous. Thank you for stopping by, that you're always welcome here. If you're ever in town and you need a place to stay, stay, stay with us. So lovely, so gracious. We're so glad I stopped by. Today's gospel, I propose, the road to Emmaus, is the epitome of stopping by. Again, we're back to that very first Easter Sunday. Remember, the whole season is 50 days long until the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. We're back to the first Sunday, and unannounced, the risen Lord, the evening of that first Easter Sunday, stops by with Cleopas and his companion. He's invited in after they converse, like my aunt and uncle welcoming me into their home. Stay with us, Lord. It is evening. The day is late. In the poetic language of the King James Bible, instead of stay with us, it's abide with us. Not just stay the way we stay in an Airbnb or a hotel, not stay with us the way we can crash on somebody's couch, but to abide with us, to share what we have and who we are with who you are. Be with us. And he does so in a most special way. But before we get to the climax of this story, first is the story. Just like when we come to Mass, He stops by in the midst of their conversation, in the midst of their stories, and shares the story. He unpacks for them all the ways in which the scriptures, what we would call the Old Testament, all the ways that the prophets spoke of him. But they did not recognize him. Jesus and the church never just share words. Never just share stories. We share the word of the story, the word, the logos, the word who became flesh, who is Jesus himself. And oftentimes, truth be told, it's not seen for what it is. Oh, that's a, that is a nice story, isn't it? Well, it's that. <laughs> and yet, maybe it's not. For in doing so, Jesus listens first. The charity abounds, but he also corrects. 
Oh, how foolish you are, he says to them. Sometimes we gloss over who this Jesus is and just paint him as a really nice guy. Oh, how foolish you are. Maybe he said it with a smile. I don't know. He certainly said it lovingly. But he would not put up with shared ignorance about the ways in which they were disappointed in who Jesus was. They pointed out all their conceptions of what they anticipated for the Messiah, but then how he was crucified and died. Surely this could not be the way. Oh, how foolish you are, he says. And then he enlightens. He enlightens their minds and he enkindles their hearts. They say later on how our hearts burned within us as he opened the scriptures for us along the way. The fire of the word. The way any good story can touch our minds and fill up our hearts. This is the story. Raising our hearts to a full flame. Can there be any wonder why, as he made it seem as though he was going on farther, they say, stay with us, Lord. Abide with us. It's the desire of every human heart to be with the one that will ultimately fulfill us. My aunt and uncle gave me a little taste of it yesterday. Stay with us. It was 20 minutes. It was a simple sharing of stories. If in that little sharing we got to taste some of that Christian charity, how much more with Jesus? Our musicians each week take a lot of time to select hymns. I was impressed with, with their selection for today, for the offertory, when we're bringing the gifts to the altar. The hymn that's never been one of my favorites is entitled, Abide With Us. Stay with us. Because just as he did so 2,000 years ago, when he came into that home and he took bread and he said the blessing and he broke the bread and gave it to them, here we come to this altar today where we take bread, say the blessing, break the bread, and give it. And as he was made known in the breaking of the bread to Cleopas and his companion, so he is made known to us. Abide with us, Lord. Can I make a few suggestions? First, sing the hymn. If you know it, great. Sing it with full voice. If not, just follow along and let those words touch your heart. Stay with us. Abide with us. Second, try out that lost art of stopping by. Stop by a neighbor's. It'll blow their minds if you don't text them beforehand. They might get nervous when the doorbell rings, if it works or not. Abide with them. Maybe it's not a good time. If so, that's fine. You're, what are you out? Five minutes. But to give that chance to surprise a person with the greatest gift that you have, the gift of your time, the gift of your availability, also here. I can guarantee it's always a good time for him when you stop by. Not just on a Sunday morning, but any time during the week. Sometimes bad things happen when 
We leave our church open as much as we do, but more often than not, great, great things happen when we just stop by and let him speak to us and we share our stories with him. And then, finally, to ask in the hymn, in our visits, but right here and right now, Lord, abide with us. Give him the permission to do so. Lord, I invite you not just to let me come into this holy place, but I invite you to come into this holy place. Abide with me. Stay with me. One last thing, sort of a, a bonus, if you will. It's Cleopas and his companion. For the longest time, I pictured them the way Caravaggio painted them. It's on the, the front of your worship aid today. Jesus there, Caravaggio shaved him for the resurrection, a sign of, of new life, I can appreciate. But the two disciples, they looked like any of the apostles, bearded men, middle age, maybe. But the scholars leave it open. And in fact, I propose an insight that I've recently gained is most compelling. They went to a home. What's to say it wasn't Cleopas and Mrs. Cleopas, his wife, welcoming Jesus into their home? Pope John Paul II, St. John Paul, says that as the family goes, so goes the nation, so goes the world. It's the basic cell of society to cherish that gift, the gift of the home, and to make not just this abiding presence something that is in this holy place one hour a week or in our own hearts, but in our homes, within our families. Stay with us, Lord. Abide with us.